This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to a Blue Monday Q&A show. It is Wednesday, 28th of July and... Joining me tonight, first appearance of the season, Craig Fimbo. Question? Yep. It is. Welcome back to the pod. N- nice summer break. Playing cricket. Watching cricket. Playing a, playing a bit, watching mainly. Yeah, yeah. It's not the worst thing in the world to do. Be sitting in a comfy chair, watching other people run around in the hot field. So, yeah, no, no good. Exactly Thank right. you, mate. Making another return, similar to me, ever present so far. Joseph Fares in his 002 away. Yeah, it was, the, it was after we got promoted, wasn't it? It was the first, it yeah. was the, well, the two Premier League seasons it was the away kit for. Alan yeah. Armstrong shirt in it. With a different Makes me sponsor. Marcus Stewart Everton. Yeah, yeah, Marcus Stewart Everton. Good evening to everyone. We want to hear from you. This is um, a show dedicated to you and your questions. So we want to hear about new signings. We want to hear about player exits, maybe. Um, we want to hear about. Um, under 23s, one all draws with Braintree. We want to hear about three all draws with Colchester United. We've got, um, if you want to shout out, we'll maybe do those. If you've got a prediction for Millwall or Morecambe or anything else, um, if you want to speculate, or maybe we can come up with some questions for Mark Ashton, Mike O'Leary, and Paul Cook for the various Q&As that will be happening in the next few weeks. Um, anything, the agenda is up to you. So, um Let's hear from you. We're getting the comments in straight away. 
Hello to Mark. Evening, chaps, if you can hear me at the back. Yeah, just keep it down if you would, please, Mark. And if you've got a question, please raise your hand and maybe we'll get to you. First off the bat, James Ruddock, Super Chat. Thank you ever so much for that. Really appreciate that. Um, if you want to support the podcast, this is a really great way to do it. If you enjoy what we do, if you want us to do more, um, and you're you're a brilliant human being like James, um, then do hit the Super Chat button. Thank you so much, James. Better um, make it good and, tonight. And there we go. So, James, evening, lads. Haven't done it for a while, so here you go. Looking forward to another season. Here, here. And hopefully, James, some more positive things to talk about than um, nil-nil draws and one chance or even worse, two, three nil defeats uh, to teams down the bottom of the league. Um, who else is joining us tonight? Um, evening chaps. Um, is Chaplin an upgrade on Bishop? His mullet. Let's start with that. I was, I, I just thought it was a nice evening salutation from mullet, but it's a question. Who wants to take this one first? Is Chaplin an upgrade on Bishop? I, I've actually, what I could do is help you out here, and I will stop talking in a second. Um, as I was scouting, I'll just cover your faces up. This heat map here on the right-hand side suggests that he's definitely more of a widey. Joe's getting in there. Well done. Um, more of a wide player maybe than a, than we thought. He obviously takes the kickoffs from Barnsley as well. Um, your thoughts on whether he's an upgrade... <laughs> Craig, sorry. No no dice. Um, whether he's an upgrade on um, a replacement for Bishop, who obviously left Lincoln yesterday, or something else. Who wants to say this one? Craig, start with you. Come on. Okay. Well, I was funnily enough, I was watching a... Uh, as I do, watching a Barnsley um, YouTube pod um, earlier today. Because um, it was reason why is I was watching the Connor Chaplin interview and it was a recommendation down the sidebar to watch this um, Barnsley one and there was three or four guys chatting about him leaving um, and you know what he's good at what he's bad at etc etc um, and they were sort of saying he's well the, the main host was saying you know he's a, he's a championship player, he's a lower championship player um, and he'll rip it up he'll get 15 goals for us in, in that's why would that be um, more than Teddy Bishop next year? Maybe, well, possibly. Yeah. Um, he was just saying that what he will do, he'll give you energy. He'll give you hundred percent effort. He'll give you energy. He'll, you know, he won't stop. He'll harass. He'll, he's good for team morale. He's, he won like their player of the community, blah, blah, blah. So he does all that bit as well. Um, and Paul Cook said he was the best finisher he'd ever worked with. Um, so I think, I think what he, what he probably will do is just give you a bit more, bustle and, and and energy whether he'll mm-hmm. be quite as you know elegant and jinky as, as teddy bishop who knows but he'll probably have a bit more end product i'd have thought I think. yeah i'll stop using technical terms as well craig come on um jinky um jack's asked um who will be the signing of the season i mean we've got plenty to choose from um let's <laughs> have a name each and given the fact there's there could be three or four more before we even kick a ball against Morecambe. um who wants to make an early punt for signing of the season Maybe everyone stick theirs in the comments as well. Their signing of the season. Well done, Joe. So, um, you host. Yeah. The, the thing, the player that I'm, I think is going to be the best player. Just judging from what I've seen so far, it's a toss-up between either Hladky in goal, who looks like a top number one and a, an improvement on what we've got, or Joe Piggott up front. I'm mm-hmm. sort of really looking forward to seeing him. I think he can play either as a nine or just behind in the ten. He's got a lovely touch, reads the game well, good finisher. All that, all that sort of stuff. So he's a player I'm most looking forward to, but I think it could easily make a case for Lee Evans. If Raheem Harper takes off, then he could be a brilliant them all, Joe. Don't list them all. We haven't got time. <laughs> uh, Craig? 
Yeah, well, 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 like Joe, I went to Dartford and I said, you know, during the Dartford game, I pinged us the WhatsApp to say Raheem Harper's getting my Player of the Year vote. Um, he just looked a class above, <laughs> looked a class above Dartford, but no, he just, he just looked very like comfortable and looked to get the ball for it. And to be fair, the first half last night, Cole, he was the same. You know, there was a few jinks and turn jink again, a few turns. He he did Adam Judge a couple of times, you know, with his first touch, and he'd. He just gets to pass it, looks to pass it forward, you know, through the lines pretty much every time he gets the ball. But like Joe again, Piggott, it's the first time I saw Piggott um, last night and he he just looked classy. You know, his first touch, his awareness, layoff, he finished as well last night, you know, and he's playing a slightly withdrawn role. Um, he, he looked like he could be the one, I think. Yep, I like Piggott as well, so I, that would mean... Um, here we go. My vote evening to Facebook. Hello, Facebook. Underrated. Um, and a like from Kevin Beast. And evening to you, Kevin. Thank you for the thumbs up. Um, Paul Westlake, we were talking about keepers. Um, did we keep the wrong backup keeper? Um, seriously, I wonder if Paul Cook is now thinking he needs more strength and depth in that position too. I tweeted as much and created a little bit of a pile on. Um, you need to leave it, mate, honestly. It's almost as if I've got an agenda, Craig, isn't it? Um, you were there last night. Um yeah, thoughts on uh, whether we let the wrong keeper go or whether we're just being unnecessarily critical of Holy, who's, let's be honest, is likely to be second choice, isn't it? So there's yeah. no, yeah. Exactly. As Joseph, Hlaki's going to be number one, isn't he? If if um, Holy's going to be around to knock rock the boat and sit on the bench and play against Gillingham under 23s and you know West Ham's under 23s in the, in the Pizza Cup, um, and may, maybe playing the first round at Newport before we get knocked out against Newport before we get knocked out against them, then so be it. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lose any sleep over him being our number two as long as Halecki okay. stays fit. Yeah. Um, speaking of Newport, is there a potential for you making a guest appearance with our Newport friends? Has that happened? Is that an exclusive that I can reveal? I did it. Yeah, I did it last week, last Friday, I think it was. I think okay. it's going to be on their pod. I think they're going to have a like a preview pod. So yeah, we'll, there you go. We'll, I'm sure, we'll retweet that. Or something. So fans of Newport County and/or Ipswich Town, <laughs> and there you go. Um, Paul's added. Um, can I change my opinion on the new away shows? Joe suggested the last pod. It looks great with the name and number on the back. Yeah, a lot of people. I think it their opinion. Could do with a collar though. Just a just a nice collar on it would really make it look something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, HCH. Um, why is Dan still playing for the under twenty threes? Um, surely someone must be wanting to pick him up. Um, Joe, um, did you, was he at the other under 20s last night? Yeah, he played the full 90 minutes for yeah. the under 23s last night. So, what's going on there? Uh, well, he's obviously not not going to be playing a part for us for the first team this season. So, I say it's just keeping him fit, I guess, but it, it does seem a bit counterproductive. I can, I can see that one going right to the wire of the transfer window, but closing because I just don't see what sort of fee we're going to get for him and whether it's the fee we're going to get from, is it worth selling him for? I don't know. It, it wouldn't surprise if he ends up going out on loan at the very end of the window. And if he has a good season, we just take up the extra year on his contract and try and sell him off the back of a decent season for somebody else next year. But we'll see how it goes. It's a real you know, shame, that situation, isn't it? Yeah, it seems unnecessary, but obviously too much has gone on. Mm. You don't think um, he's just been sort of kept around on the off chance, you know, because we are, we do still need at least one central midfielder, first team central midfielder. Um, you know, I think just being kept around just to, in case we fill that spot, and then. But then you'd like, Jackson so, made the bench to involve, wouldn't you? Yeah, I was going to say Jackson was involved last night, and he's he's fifth or fourth choice striker, fifth. Well, so I say yeah. you, you had 
in the, in the, in the positions last night, sort of Cameron Humphrey started, Matt Healy came on, Fraser Alexander came on. You don't like pushing one of those on is would be good, but you you wouldn't push all three of them on, would you? When if if there is any chance Downs is going to be playing at all this year, so I can't see that there is any. Yeah, so it looks like his he's he's off. Whatever happens by the look of it, but um, maybe some off field stuff there that we just don't know about, and maybe. Um, like Jackson and Holy being given the olive branch to maybe come back and has decided that he doesn't want that. I, we don't really know what's going on there, but it's it's a shame, isn't it? Um, Mark, go on then, Mark. We'll let you have a question from the back. Um, I believe Edmondson's nickname is The Fridge. Where does it rank in terms of best player nicknames in town's history? It's certainly better than Hyamzy, isn't it, Craig? <laughs> Did see. We haven't... Yeah. I, I can't f- think offhand of any players with great nicknames. No, that might, have just a, that might have had them in the change room, but we don't, you know, get to know them sort of. Thing. Even just a small play on the name, like Treacle for Torico or <laughs> anything like. That. I, I can't think of any proper nicknames. Stick that in the chat. We've, we're um, we're all kind of having mental blanks of who was Sticks? Was that Mickey Stockwell or? That's uh, Craig Forrest, wasn't it? Craig Forrest, G- John Walk. What's he? I, I think he's got the name like Jinx, 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 or something <laughs> okay. like that. I think um, that's what Paul Mariner used to call him. Is oh, it yeah, a bit of an old school thing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I just think it would always come jinx. Stumper, yeah, Mickey Stockwell there, isn't it, in the chat? Thank you, Chris. Evening to Chris. Um, there we go, HDH Flinniesta, yeah. Um, Dozer, Dozzy, Dozzy. <laughs> was Alan uh, Brazil's nickname? Oh, there we go. Tractor Boy 841, Bam Bam was a good nickname, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It? I and think Psycho as well, if you preferred that, although that's stolen, obviously. I think Bam Bam is up there. The Fridge and Bam Bam are sort of two Here's best. Mullet. Jimmy Ledbit was also called Sticks for the Old Types. Thank you, Mullet. Yeah, can this have some reminder? Maybe we need to come up with some. It feels like we're the only Ipswich Sound podcast that we don't all have nicknames. So, what? Yeah, if no, do I dare go here? No, we're not going to include it in our intro videos or something. But if you want to give us nicknames that are that are not offensive, then um, <laughs> please, yeah. No, I don't, I don't want a nickname. I won't, Chuck be changing, Norris, I won't be changing my Twitter handle. And winner of the best um, YouTube alias is Giovanni Bananas. Um, with his suggestion of Chuck Norris there. Um, I'm always worried when I put these things up that I've stumbled across <laughs> something offensive, but Giovanni Bananas, good evening to you. Um, getting a lot of um, attention for best signing, um, and Mullet, quite rightly, Mark Ashton um, certainly appears to be winning. No um, shortage of plaudits, Joe, um, in his business so far, and you and I will be seeing him tomorrow, along with loads of others um, for this Q&A, and Craig, you'll be... Um, as an EGM member, you'll be um, having a chat with him on Monday as well. Um, certainly making a, a good early impression, uh, given uh, all the reservation about Bristol City and uh, how he left things with their fans. Yeah, I, I think it was always, it always seemed strange how poorly he was thought of by the Bristol City fans because they'd had one bad season when they'd been a club that were sort of a League One team for a long time or yo-yoing between them and now they're sort of an upwardly mobile championship club that's just had one bad season. Yeah, they haven't been able to get over the line, but it's very difficult to get in the playoffs if you don't have parachute payments. It is um, it is just a, a tough one. And like I say, when, like Ben said, whenever he used to do the championship sort of transfer windows, sort of, yeah, they weren't Brentford, but Bristol City were very much one of the sort of two or three clubs that you'd always say they've had a good window, they've made good signings, they've sold their players well. And, I, I just think it was so important that we've got someone in to run the club sort of 24-7 or rather than Mark Sevens doing one or two days a week with Leo Neal just being sent out as a 
sort of to give an impossible message to the fans. But it, it, it does seem like we're going in the right places and we might not get there this year. Paul Cook might not be the right man. There might be issues going forwards. But with Mark Ashton running running things, you know that things will be going in the right direction as a club overall on behalf of the Americans. Hopefully, the appointments that were in place before he got here turn out to have been the right ones and they're gifts left by Marcus Evans. But we'll, we'll see. Mm. And you and you encountered him last night, Craig. Very energetic, yeah. you were saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. As we were walking into, the, I was at the st- sitting at the side last night. As we were walking in to the ground, he was walking along the touchline to go and start winding up the town fans, sort of thing. And that, and that was one of the one of the things that the Bristol City fans had against him was that there was no communication. You know, they very rarely heard from him, etc. Well, you know, from what we've seen so far, that seems to have been turned on its head here. You know, whether that's been one of the things that the, the, the American guys have been very keen on ensuring happens is that connectivity with connection with the, uh, you know, with the club. And, you know, he's the, he's the, as you say, he's the day-to-day face of it. Um, just, you know, roll on when we get Norwich in the, in the, in the FA Cup and he's you know, planting a town flag in the middle of the Carrow <laughs> Road centre circle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, um, keep your um, signings of the season and, um, n- non-offensive nicknames for Blue Monday team members, or if you've got any recollection of Ipswich Town nicknames, good nicknames, um, re- um, give a Mark's question about George Edmondson being the fridge. Um, other signings of the season so far, Mark Hart, 8429-2842. I wanted to read that. Wes Burns, good free kick last night, Craig. Keeper. Yeah, uh, but... yeah, yeah, probably was a, probably was a keeper fault, but... As, as I was saying, the guys who who I was sitting with, we, got, we had a free t- a free kick which hit the target. You know, it's not very often that's that's happening, is it? Um, he he and um, Kane Vincent Young came on towards the end of the match, um, and so I didn't have much time to to sort of combine in that. But on, on rare occasions, here we broke once from a corner, and you know, within a couple of seconds, Burns is up the other end of the pitch, getting a cross in, which went a little bit awry. But at least he's you know getting us further at the pitch pretty damn quickly. I think. That will be quite uh, an important area of the pitch. When that right-hand side, if we can get anything resembling that on the left-hand side, you know, we'll, we'll be laughing. Um, more business. Um, Lee here, Lee Renshaw. Um, yes or no, will we bag Selena? I mean, um, one wide answer all from from the two of you. If, <sighs> if, if we need a deciding vote. I'll be positive, so I'm going to say yes. Craig? I'll go no. No, sorry. Sorry, Lee. Um, I think Connor Chaplin's... Yeah, that, that. that's the way I see it. And that... Dobra, great performance last night from Dobra. From, yeah. from, what, from what I heard, the priorities are obviously assuming Colson signs, which is still seen as a given. It's a proper defensive midfielder and another winger are the two priorities. Right. Okay. Not, well, not a centre back, which might surprise people. Never say never on Selena then. But um, so if Joe, if, if it turns out to be right, then we. We know who to trust on the Blue Monday pod team for their opinions on signings. Um, Rob Scott, keeping the business of signings going. How many more signings do we need before Morecambe? I think we've kind of just dealt with that. Craig, any differing views from what Joe was saying there? Um, well, I just sort of, as you were touching on um, before before Joe spoke there about Dobra from last night, I'm just wondering how much his um, performances are edging him more towards... I'm not saying he's a start, he's going to be a starter, but certainly edging him more towards... Uh, trusted um you know on for the last 20 minutes 15 minutes of a match because as i say he was very good last night and he was kicked from from pillar to post by um rx players which is quite interesting um 
But yeah, he, you know, when, whenever he got the ball, he was as we know, as we know, whenever he got the ball, he was looking to get forward with it. He was going on mazy runs, left, right, and centre. He was really was, um, you know, putting himself, putting himself in in, um, in Paul Cook's thoughts. I'd have thought so. Yes, I'd, I'd imagine there probably is a requirement for another sort of first team winger, but you know, I wouldn't have any qualms with having Dobra on the bench each week. Mm-hmm. Um, just check, um, sticking up a few comments there from. Um, Chris Harley was a finest first choice last season, same division. So of course he'll be finer as a reserve. Then that's probably fair enough. Um, Josh, I guess a similar story to Selena is one more marquee signing. They kind of feel like they get in slightly incrementally more impressive the more we do of them. And certainly Twitter, non-ITFC Twitter is picking up and noting that. Um, is there one more the signing? last three signings, or was it Fraser, Edmondson, and now Chaplin? They're all probably the best part of a million pound all three of those players probably seven seven fifty eight hundred thousand all of those so that's a lot of money spent there um michael morning from brisbane maybe an older keeper 36 38 years is okay what about a 37 year old yeah i think what i think what michael's after is someone between <laughs> 36 and 38 Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you and are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITFC match programme each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, interesting here. We mentioned him briefly um, from Mark Jackson staying as fourth striker. Is he fourth? Pigger, uh, Norwood, Bon. Chaplin probably plays up front. Chaplin plays as a wide man. It'd be, inter- it'd be interesting to know what the what is going on with Jackson at the moment, because it seems like he's moved back from the under-23s into the first-team fold. But to what just, extent? Is it just trying to keep him a little bit sharper, putting him in the shop window for someone? But I, I don't really see that his the role he plays is something that's going to suit a Paul Cook 4-2-3-1. So. And just, and just as, as I said, I was, I was at the side. We were right close to the dugouts. And there was, just as an aside, there was no, like... Um, seemingly animosity or anything towards Jackson, you know, it was tap, you know, pats on the back and good luck Caden when he came on from Paul Cook and stuff like that. Um, as he was to all the all the players, to be fair, it was, it was quite interesting sitting right behind him. But there was nothing you, know, you couldn't tell he was being had previously been ostracized from the from the squad or anything like that. 
Go on then, Caden, lad. Go on. Show what you can, show what you can do. There you go. That's the first principal cook of oh. the season. Let's move it in. Move it on. Um, move it in. Move it out. Move it on. Mark, <coughs> I think you set this up. Mark Beck is back. I'm pushing hard for Pigwain for Pigot, isn't it? It's almost as if you asked the question initially so you could set yourself up for that one. But um, Feed the pig. Feed the pig is, yeah, where I think my head was going as well. But um, here's HCH. I, I fully appreciate the excitement that the new owners and team are generating. Is it a bit weird that the CEO is taking the pause from the fans? I, I think, Joe, it's kind of a symbolic of, as you were yeah, saying, I, the kind of... To be honest, I, I didn't go, but I, I was quite surprised seeing him walking along fist bumping like a sort of returning war veteran coming back. That's <laughs> <laughs> him over the top, but... He's he's obviously enjoying it, and the fans were too. But yeah, it did, it did seem you don't get many administrators getting uh, no, well, that's, celebrated like that. I think it reinforces the point you made that we've gone from nothing, like no one in any position. You know, I can't imagine Simon Clegg was <laughs> ever thinking about running down the side of the pitch. But it's just, I think, symbolic of the step up in. I think it's more appreciation of the transfer business, probably. But yeah, yeah we should lose to Morecambe. He signed 10 bloody players, for Christ's sake. Yeah. deserves a round of applause. He deserves We should have his face on the front of the programme. What was signing. a bit weird last night is that after that had happened, we then we then got Edmondson and Chaplin to walk over, as the pitch was empty, to walk over and applaud the fans. Then they had their photos taken on Colgue's pitch. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> yeah, well, your photo. Yeah. You're exclusive, Craig. Um, Paul's back. Um, who do you see as the centre-back pairing starting? He's going for NCR Edmondson. Um Either of you guys, or both of you, yeah. Craig, go on. Or go on, Joe. You, 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 yeah, well, I, was, um, I think ITFC Analytics put some stats up um, and about how he did in his... He only had about 10 games at Derby, so it was difficult to judge fully. But when you look at the trends of his numbers, it, I think Edmondson's aerial win percentage was probably was one of the worst in the league. But then his like progressive passing, dribbling... Uh, that sort of stuff is really good. So it might be seen that he he is the ball player and effectively you need a guy to win the headers next to him, which indicates Entiala. But obviously we haven't seen Edmondson and it might be that he was playing a role last year where he was given that task and he can do both. Like I say it's always good to get a man who can do both. Yeah. So we'll see see what he can do. But I, I always like to see Wolfenden because I like to see my footballers being comfortable on the ball, which isn't something that Toto always is. But... That's, I, I say I think I think it. I don't see that we're going to have another signing come in and start now. I think if if we do sign somebody else in that position, unless they're here by the weekend, I think it will be one of Toto or Wolfie. Greg, anything different from that? I mean, I you haven't got I'm, a huge amount of choice. I'd go. For, I'd probably go for NCR to be honest. Just through, from last year's form, um, comparing him to Wolfenden, I don't think Wolfenden had a great season last year, did he? I appreciate you know the circumstances, etc. But I'd like to see. If, if we aren't going to sign anyone else, then I've got no problems with NCR starting the, the season, if not at the end of August, doing the same. You need a bit, okay. you need a bit of a battler in there, don't you? I think. Yep. Um, Michael, how long into the season will it take for this new team to gel? We were debating this actually on the Blue Monday. Uh, I know people love it when we talk about the Blue Monday WhatsApp group. Um, but we were talking about that earlier. And my hypothesis was that we would do similar to Lambert's two seasons in League One, but instead of being mid-table crap by... Um, the turn of the year, we'd go on a bit of a run. I do think we'll kind of blow teams out of the water just by having a a, a, champ, a kind of League One slash championship team. Then things might need a little bit of repackaging and 
sorting out and then suddenly then i think we'll go on that run but you guys uh, thoughts about whether it'll be an instantaneous thing or whether it will take time slow burn it's interesting because we've got a we've got quite a soft start to the season when you look at the fixture list if you were to pick fixtures they're probably some of the easier games in the league without sort of being disrespectful to the likes of sort of Morecambe, Cheltenham, those teams like that. So it's 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 difficult. Is that going to be a good thing because they're weaker teams and it allows us to pick up points while we're still gelling? Or do you then drop points against teams that at the start of the season which you need to win long-term? Hope, hopefully it means we can still pick up points while we're gelling and by the time we have some bigger tests sort of in sort of October, I think the season picks up a bit there that we've sort of gelled and we can be sort of seven, eight, nine points clear at the top of the league at that point. Uh, yeah, Craig, I, I mean, I'll, I'll just add this variation to the question. Um, evening to Jordan. Hello, chaps. Uh, which day in February do you think we'll have the league wrapped up? by? Going go back to Michael's point, um, any any thoughts on whether... Uh, do you think the same is going to be a bit of a slow burn and then... Yeah, yeah, I think it will. You know, as, as we said, if you've got better players in, the, in League One, then you'll... By virtue of just having better players, you do get by an awful lot of games um, just by having just by having that advantage. And hopefully, by the time we've got August at the end, we'll probably use Newport County as a sort of chance to again. I can't imagine we'll make many changes for it. Well, Acre have got that many other players to play in it, but also could see it as an opportunity to get you know, get a bit of team shape and just use it as an extra preseason friendly albeit you know needing to win it sort of thing so yeah i think i think it'll be a slow burner and i said just hope people just stick with it and 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 remember that you know just think back to blackpool last year what, what they were like and what eventually did not saying that we'll be quite as bad as them at the beginning but you know, stick with it, everybody yeah imagine losing 4-1 to Ipswich last season um also craig um who was darren ferguson looking at last night um your exclusive to the world of twitter last night was he looking at was he i mean he was behind you so was he you know specking out your uh your form for the, yeah staring at the back of my head um yeah. which i know actually we, we would we were you know me and the guys i was with were chatting about it because he he left before jackson came on because that's who we initially thought we thought well from the from the ipswich team who's it going to be it's going to be either wolfenden um or jackson they're pretty much the only guys that were there that weren't brought in or weren't kids um and then from the other from the other side of things pretend, i don't know if they're after a left back the the cold you left back i think it's quite highly rated i think he won yeah. last night there's a cold you fan on tw2d who seems to think that it was the cold you left back and that's why he was named man of the match to try and sway uh, ferguson because judge well, should have been man of the match him, mate. he'd gone yeah. on 70 minutes he'd gone clamping isn't it it's clamping is it okay okay well there you go um I was struggling to think whether it was an Ipswich player. So there we go. Um, Chris runs back, um, double vaccinated entry from tourists and from the US, just in time for the three Lions guys, the game changer guys. I was at Wickham when their Americanos went on the pitch. Um, so if they've got any plans to do a Mark Ashton um, from last night, I'm, I, yeah, it just doesn't sit very well with me. Um, I think they will come over, won't they, for that first they game? Will. They've always said they yeah. will. And Super keen to I, do that. I saw they? something on Twitter about Blue Action wanted to do a tribute to Paul Mariner. And they've sort of been told not to do it on the first game of the season because it's not the right time for it, it said. So I'd imagine that's because probably the new owner is going to be there and they want to have something have something yeah, around that. Possibly. Firing their T-shirts into the crowd from their <laughs> guns. And... Yeah. Um, Danassian, um, how does one explain the animosity at times towards Chambers? Yet some people see future for Danassian. I thought 
Tenassian's a useful player, Simon, is, is my take. You know, the fact he can play across all of the back four positions is helpful. And I thought he demonstrated some decent leadership at times last night, Craig. You know, some good instructions yeah. when highly started, his head started going. And I think he put an arm around um, Dobra at some time. I think there's yeah, a, well, yeah, there's a role for Tenassian. Yeah, when Chambers came along and had a little push and shove at Dobra after that judge tackle, um, I think he, he came over. Um, yeah, he did fine. He didn't get forward particularly well. I think that that will probably you know hamper him from being anything near first choice. Um, yeah. Because yeah, to be fair, neither of the fullbacks got forward particularly um, last night. Neither he nor nor Penny. Um, as you say, you know he plays across all the back four. I can't imagine he's particularly an expensive um, guy to have. But I think from what Joe was saying last year, he he's not overly keen on staying and was a bit upset about not being allowed to go previously. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't see that if Vincent Young is going to miss 10, 12, 14 games, that Donatian's going to be able to give Paul Cook enough for the, in that in that right-back role. And I think if that were to happen, we'd probably end up with Wes Burns playing at right-back rather than Genoa Donatian. And if that's the case, what's the point of having a backup right-back who isn't going to play when your right-back's injured? It's... Yeah. Well, I, I think the left-back business kind of sees Tenassian move very much as a bench option at best, so we shall see there. Um, Sean's raised the point about um, our contacts at Everton, particularly through Francis Jeffers. Um, any thoughts on possible loans there? I think was it Lewis Gibson was mentioned, but... Yeah, apparently that deal's not dead yet, yeah. so <clears throat> we'll see. But yeah, I, I think we will end up with a couple of sort of maybe that, maybe that winger if if the Selena deal can't be done, that, that person come in there as a loanee and and maybe a right back as well to back up Vincent Young, a young Chelsea loanee, see if Paul Cook can find the next Reese James, who he had at Wigan. Yep, good call. They'll, they'll, ha- they'll happen late in the, in the window, though, won't they? You know, we'll, once everyone else has sorted all their business out, and we'll sort out no, they'll be the last week of the window, you just thought, when you those kind yeah. of Yeah, well, the, the Euros has just slowed everything down. You see, like I say, there's a friendly last week and Cameron Carter-Vickers is playing for Spurs and it's still, which shows how many players they've still got to come back because he's not going to be anywhere near it. He's going to be on loan somewhere without a shadow of a doubt. So there's a lot of players that still need to be freed up to go out on loan just because they're currently sort of making up the numbers almost. Um, we're kind of in added on time now. We'd like to keep these. We're experimenting with the time slot a little bit. So we were at 4.30. Um, now we're at eight. So we're just experimenting that, but quite like to keep these short and sharp, I think. So we'll kind of go through the last few. Any last comments, any last shout outs, any last predictions for Millwall or any more signings? We'll stick those up. We'll do a burst of those before the end just to rattle through some of these. Simon C, first time I've seen Joe without a beer on this. I've got I've, I've got a beer, if you're counting. How many have I had no, this should week? Have should have um, filled one up from a homebrew. Courtesy of uh, Craig Fimbo, that. That is a lovely little gift there. Thank you, Craig. Um, I can't remember what I did for that. It was technical support for the Dizel interview, which is still available on the Monday channel. Always a pleasure. Um, Evening to Nick. Hello, all. Um, Are staff wages including the wage cap? Do we know? Quick yes or no? No. 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 There you go. Good good job, considering they outnumber the players at the moment. (laughs) Um, uh, HCH, any any reason why Cook's not doing media after friendly games? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he does it very often anyway, does he? I think the... the, the, He's got to protect his voice. The Wigan fans, the Wigan fans were saying that he, he always used to chuck Richardson out after matches, after league matches, let alone friendly matches. Um, the, I, I quickly 
track this in from ads ITFC. Richard Wright was referred to as plug. It wasn't particularly polite because it was a back street. Um, what is it? Not back street, the bash street back kid. Isn't it? There and there he is in uh, Corinthian form. Um, this is one from Nick. I've heard, I think we, we might have had this on the pod on Saturday. Yeah. Whose name are we getting on the back of our shirts? I think I need to see the squad numbers before I can commit to anything because excited about the squad numbers. Someone it? like Bon, for example, Ipswich fan, be good to get on there. If he's given the number nine shirt, that makes a case for him. If it's a number 17 or something like that, you don't want to see it. Don't give a lone player number nine. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, evening to Jules, um, the, the world of Checkbook FC. Uh, um, loving it, having the world of of Twitter on strings at the moment. Um, that's what we want. Um, we've got uh, what else? Uh, Captain last night was Genoa Dinassi. Was that right, Craig? Yeah. 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 I think he, Nick... he gave it. Oh, sorry, he gave it over to um, Norwood when Norwood came on. Yeah. On the uh, when Nick said about the Kevin Beatty statue there, that might be that that's been unveiled on the uh, first game of the season. But I don't think it will be because I, I don't think anything's in place for that yet. And the first game of the season is next Saturday, and you'd expect. I don't, think, I don't think they've even cleared the um, area of fencing and the phone box where it's going to go. So that must be being <laughs> delayed thought, a bit. I thought that was October. It might be to co- coincide with the anniversary of his passing, perhaps or something. I don't know. But um, I like this from HDH F15s from Lake Neath over the ground prior to kick off. Yeah. We'll get someone to play the national anthem with a. I don't know if they can like parachute at the back of an F-15, though. Can they? No, they might might be picking up some serious G's doing that. (laughs) I I went to see the Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings at Soldier Field a few years ago, and the displays they put on for that, the Americans. I don't think we're going to be having anything like that. Like you said, there was. I'm not good at my planes, but they were like the massive stealth bombers flying over the ground, and they felt like they were on top of your head. They were only about. 40 yards above the top of the stand flying across there. It was insane. So hopefully stuff like that would be great. Yeah. If there aren't three, th- four middle-aged men jet-packing themselves over the over the Pioneer stand and into the centre circle, something be going horribly wrong. It would be like the Burnley away game that time, which oh. got delayed for a half because the parachute just landed on top of the Ridiculous stand. Ridiculous that was. The yeah. Human fly on the Simpsons. That, uh, the thing is, now, now there's... Now there's contactless payment in the bars. No one will be outside to see it, so they'll pay for all that expensive, you know, pre-match stuff, and we'll all be drinking Carlsberg because we can pay it with a Apple Pay. Um, here's Mark. Any excuse to big myself up? Welcome back to Suffolk, Rich. Yeah, um, I hope you're enjoying my wall of memorabilia. Um, it will start to migrate further towards the door as well, so um, keep your eye. And I might move the stuff around on the show as well. So just, you know, entertainment for your eyes. And the mind. That's what that's what we're all about here on uh, Blue Monday here. Uh, Jules, roll on first game. Hopefully see you all there. Yeah, that is the plan. Um, Coxie's comments. Do we know where the KB statue is going? It's in between Sir Bob and Sir Alf, isn't it? I think on it's the corner on the of the corner, corner effectively opposite the planet Blue. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I will make this the final comment. Well, I want um, any final bye-byes before I... Um, no offence to Michael. Um, it's a very specific question um, about I follow, um, and obviously as a Brisbane knight, Brisbaneanian, Brisbaneian, um, I follow is important. Uh, Michael, we must done that. I think they made improvements to that during the season, but um, you like to think so. Um, uh, better than Colchester last night, which was a pile of crap, um, and at least we got a partial refund though. Um, Paul Westlake, great to catch up. Promise I've had a, post, a pod to listen to on my run. My next run now, I need a new season and more shows next week. Well, so good shout, Paul. I can do some plugs now. Um, 
we have a show coming out on Friday. So this will, if I can be bothered, yeah, I'll put it on the pod feed. Um, probably, th- meh, maybe tomorrow. Um, but we have done a show, um, a, a special on data analytics, football insights with um, Ravi Mystery, who works for City Football Group, who own Man City amongst other football clubs. And he's telling us, giving his, his, his insights as to how that industry works and the things that as supporters we um, are good and bad and um, debunking a few myths. Um, so I really recommend that um, and we'll put that out Friday morning. So keep a lookout for that. And as usual, um, I'll stick our plugs across the bottom there. You can find us in the usual places. The usual shows return. Um, we've got a little bit of a rejigged agenda um, subject to team availability coming up in the new season. So we'll do a little, uh, I like my little adverts for the start of the season. So um, we'll put one of those out um, on Monday. So um, last final um, shout outs. Cheers, lads. Have a good night. Um, will we start serving fizzy Benlin and all of our new owners? Is that a partridgeism? I'm not sure about that. Great show, guys. Come on, you blues. I think HCH is in there as well. Um, Craig and Joe, any last um, comments, observations? Um, no, I've just... Yeah, Welcome back, Craig. Some, thank you very much. Yeah, maybe see some people at Millwall on going on Saturday. I'd, I'd imagine we'll see, you know, much more like a first team start on uh, on Saturday than we did like yesterday. It was a bit of half and half, wasn't it, last night at Colu? So I reckon we'll see a clear indication of what's going on on Saturday, hopefully. Yeah, I think they'll be able to answer some questions on who's in the lead for that second centre-back spot between Toto and Wolfie. What do we reckon the rest of the team is if everyone's fit at the start of the season? I'll go Kladke in goal, Vincent Young right back, Penny or Colson left back if we sign him, Harper and Evans, Burns, Fraser, Chaplin, Piggott up top. Yeah, Fraser will be number 10 and Chaplin wide, do you reckon? Wide left, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But then, yeah. uh, but then after that, if you haven't got the centre, you know, you got to cover it centre forward. Everywhere else, it's still looking a little bit thin, isn't it, in terms of in terms of cover, which is why you still see. Well, we're after another four or five players, really. Plenty more business for Mister Ashton. So let's hold our applause just now. Um, He'll be diving into the North Stand like Herman at the end of the transfer window. <laughs> Love that. Hopefully so. Gentlemen, thank you once again for um, your contributions. Thank you as always for your questions, your comments, your observations. Really appreciate that. And we'll catch you next time. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.